Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another podcast episode of Mysterious Headlines. That song you just heard was written by Tarian, and I wanted to use it today as the intro for this podcast episode because we are going to be talking about the Harmony Montgomery case. I'm going to give you a trigger warning now. I'm going to be discussing a lot of really difficult things related to Harmony Montgomery's case that have been revealed. Things about child murder. If that is too heavy of a topic for you, please skip this episode. I understand that for some people, that topic can be extra heavy and difficult. So feel free to skip this podcast episode and return to a different one. But for those of you that have been following this podcast for a while, you know that I have covered Harmony Montgomery's case from the beginning. And when I say the beginning, the beginning of when her case first came to light. So I'm going to give you a quick recap and refresh of her case because it has been a while since I've talked about it. And then we're going to go through the affidavit that was released and unsealed today. So Harmony Montgomery was reported missing December of 2021. Now the thing that was so odd and mysterious about her case specifically was that She was reported missing nearly two years after she was last seen. Her biological mother, Crystal, was the one that actually got her reported missing. She had lost custody of her daughter due to drug addiction. And then after going through rehab and becoming sober, had worked to kind of rebuild a relationship with her daughter. And then ran into issues contacting her daughter and finding out more about her daughter and she pushed to get her daughter reported missing and crystal the biological mother says she last saw her daughter easter of 2019 and again harmony montgomery was officially reported missing by new hampshire police december of 2021 so That is kind of the basic synopsis. They reported her missing December of 2021 and asked for any tips and information to come forward. They said it's been two years since she's last known to have been seen, but we're looking for any tips and information that could point us towards answers as to where Harmony Montgomery is. So we're going to dive into the affidavit now that was released. Again, this is going to contain some heavy information. So if at any time you need to click off of this podcast episode, I totally understand. So they interviewed um, 
multiple people and had multiple people testify for the grand jury. Adam Montgomery is Harmony Montgomery's father. And he recently had his trial for um, gun weapon charges. And through this process, they had different people testifying. And this is all included in this affidavit. Um, these different people that they spoke to. Now, most of what we're going to be talking about is information that is coming from Kayla Montgomery, who was Adam Montgomery's wife. So, again, Crystal is Harmony's biological mother, but Kayla was Adam's wife for a period of time. They are no longer together, but they were married for a period of time. And at the time of Harmony going missing and them trying to backtrack, she was a part of his life and they were married. And so a lot of the information that I'm going to share today that comes from this affidavit is information that came from Kayla that she divulged to detectives and law enforcement. So, um, December 17th of 2019, Kayla said that Adam struck Harmony in the face and the head three different times due to Harmony Montgomery having repeated bathroom issues. Okay, she was having issues, having accidents, and Adam was getting frustrated. And at the time, they were living in a car, so they were not living in a house or an apartment. They were living in a car, and on December 7th, Kayla said Adam was driving the car, Harmony was in the rear passenger seat, Kayla was in the other front seat, and Adam got frustrated with Harmony, and he turned around in his car, in the seat, and he struck Harmony three times, apparently, and then he struck a fourth time, hitting Harmony, and afterwards he said, I think I really hurt her this time. I think I really did something. Kayla said they heard moaning noises for about five minutes coming from Harmony. And then they stayed. They were in the parking lot of the um, apartment buildings. And they stayed in the parking lot for about 20 minutes. Kayla said she couldn't recall what they did in those 20 minutes. She said then they left the apartments. That's when their car broke down. And then she said that's when they discovered that Harmony was no longer breathing. Kayla said that's when Adam got out of the car. He went to the trunk. He got an Under Armour duffel bag out of the trunk. And he put Harmony inside. Kayla said they stayed... Um, well, she said their car got towed, so their friend lent them their Audi car and allowed them to stay in that car in the parking lot of the apartment complex. And she said 
they kept the bag with Harmony Montgomery inside and they would take and put it out in the snow to keep it from decomp decomposing. Then she said um, they had a friend, Anthony Badero, who he allowed them to, as I mentioned, stay in, their, in his Audi car because they had been evicted from where they were living. They were living with Adam's mom and they had been evicted. So he said, you can stay in my car for two days. And it was Adam, it was Kayla, and their two other kids, because Adam and Kayla had a couple kids together. Um, so they were staying in his car, and their friend Anthony said he only saw Harmony in August and September of 2019, and then did not see her afterwards. Now, law enforcement said they went to the Chrysler Sebring, which was the car that they were initially in when Harmony died, and they did a call for service um, on that car, and they were able to find DNA evidence in that car matching Harmony. They found her old toothbrush in the car, and they were able to match DNA evidence to prove that she was in that car. Now we're going to talk about the movements of Harmony Montgomery's body. Yes, it gets worse. It gets worse. Again, if you need to click away at any moment during this podcast episode, please do. Your mental health is important. But it does get worse. So, they say that after living, Kayla said that after living in the Audi, they moved in with Christina Lubin, who is Kayla's mother, and John Galen, who um, was her mom's boyfriend. So they moved in to their place. And they were living in an apartment complex. And she said they brought the duffel bag with Harmony Montgomery in it. And they placed this duffel bag in a red cooler with a white top. And they put this cooler in the apartment building hallway. And the whole time they were living there, they left the cooler in this hallway. Kayla said in December of 2019 that her and Adam and the kids, um, that's when they moved in with her parents for two weeks. And... Adam told her parents that Harmony was with her mom at a rehab facility in Massachusetts. That's what he was telling her parents. Lubin, Christina Lubin, Kayla's mom, when she was um, questioned by law enforcement, she said that the cooler had been, had stayed in that closet for two years. And that she had never thought twice about it, but it had been in her closet for two years. Then, December 30th of 2019, Kayla and Adam moved to Families in Transition Shelter. They bring the bag with Harmony Montgomery inside with them. They place the bag with Harmony Montgomery's remains in the ceiling vent 
in their bedroom. Kayla said there was a liquid coming from the bag and an odor. She said that Adam put an extra trash bag around it to keep it from leaking. The detective said they went to the room in this whole process and they located a large stain on the ceiling tile and they said they were able to prove that it was human fluids that were there and they found Adam Montgomery's fingerprints on the ceiling tile so they were able to match that up they said they could not pinpoint the exact DNA that was the stain on the ceiling tile but they did prove that it was human fluids and Adam's fingerprints were on the tile. Kayla said that while they were living there people complained of smells and odors so they sent the maintenance team to go check and the maintenance crew got sent out to their apartment to check and she said Adam moved the bag to the closet when they came to check and the maintenance team said oh it must have been a dead animal after the maintenance team left he put an extra trash bag around her body and put it back up in the ceiling vent and yes it does continue to get worse So he continued to say to other people, other people that they were living around, that Harmony was at his, at her mom's house. After living at the shelter, they moved to an apartment at 644 Union Street in Manchester. They brought Harmony with them again. This time they put Harmony in a plastic storage container and they put her in the closet of their bedroom. They took the bag out at one point and it was leaking, so they put another trash bag around it and they put it in the fridge. Then Adam moves Harmony's body from the duffel bag to a new bag. This was a smaller bag almost like a book bag. And Kayla said that day, Adam spent four to six hours in the bathroom with the shower running the entire time. She said he moved her body to the smaller bag and that it was a smaller bag so she wouldn't fit unless she would have been dismembered. And after he was done in the bathroom, there was a strong scent of cleaning supplies. And then he proceeded to put the bag in the freezer. Then Kayla said she took Harmony's body and brought the bag to Portland Pie Company, which is where Adam worked on Elm Street in Manchester. She said she pushed 
a stroller with Harmony's siblings on either side and Harm the bag with Harmony's body in between them and the stroller. And she pushed it to the pie shop. And they placed the bag with Harmony Montgomery in the freezer for a week or so. There were some co-workers that attested to seeing the bag, saying yes, that bag was there in the freezer, but they never questioned anything about it. Then Kayla says, Adam took Harmony out of the bag, brought her home after being a week or so at the pie shop, brought her home, dumped Harmony Montgomery in the shower, she said that there were no bones, but there was skin, teeth, and hair. And Adam added a lot of lime. She said her body was frozen, so he ran hot water on her body and squished it. Kayla said she helped take Harmony's clothes off. And they squished it and ran it under the hot water so that they could fit it back in the bag. And then they put her back in the freezer. And Adam cleaned up the bathroom with ammonia. This is real life. This truly happened. And then in spring of 2020... Adam, Kayla said Adam rented a U-Haul to dispose of Harmony's body. She said that Adam did not want to know, want her to know where she went. In case someone ever came asking or looking, he didn't want her to have that information. So he rented a U-Haul and he went and disposed of her body in the middle of the night. She said at the time they were staying at the Econo Lodge in Manchester... She said when he returned that morning after disposing of her body that night, he, she said he was really tired, and he told her, it's done. And February 26th of 2022, the Manchester police said they had a tip come in. Someone wanted to rename, re, remain anonymous, but they basically tipped in about the U-Haul rental and said that they have a friend who knew that they rented a U-Haul and that he asked to rent the U-Haul frantically, kind of last minute, I need this right away. And they also... Um, had someone named Bobby Johnson who is an inmate but he said he was previously friends with Adam and he spoke saying that they would frequently go to parties together and they were at one drug party where Adam told him that he had fucked up and that he did wrong and Kayla said Adam repeatedly told her you won't get in trouble if you stick to the story you won't get in trouble if you stick to the story. 
Now, I think for all of us, our heart breaks hearing this, hearing all of these disturbing details to Harmony's death. Nobody should ever have to endure this, let alone a five-year-old child. Harmony didn't deserve this. No child deserves this. Now we know Adam Montgomery has charges for her murder. Kayla does not. She's in jail on other charges, but she still has not been charged for the murder of Adam or for the murder of Harmony Montgomery. And after hearing this, it is apparent that she witnessed everything. She witnessed the killing of Harmony and she witnessed the moving of Harmony's body and the cover-up of the crime. And she should do her time and pay, just as Adam should. And I pray that justice is served for both of them. But my heart truly breaks for Harmony. She doesn't get to grow up. She doesn't get to have a childhood, to be with her siblings, to be with her biological mother, to experience everything a child should get to experience, like going to the pool in the summer, watching movies, making friends at school, learning new things like riding a bike, tying your shoes, playing sports, She doesn't get to experience any of those things. And that is utterly devastating. And there are so many people that are affected by this. Her biological mother. Her siblings. And she has several siblings Her siblings' families. And what's absolutely gut-wrenching is thinking about her siblings when they're older, finding out what happened to her. And hearing all those details. Because one day they will. And that will be heartbreaking. Utterly heartbreaking. And I don't wish that on anybody. And so as we pray for justice for Harmony Montgomery and all those that will be affected and have been affected by this case, I also want to challenge all of you out there listening 
I want to challenge you to do something good for a child. It could be a child in your life, your own child, your niece, your nephew, your grandkids, a friend's child. It could be a child you know. Or it could be a child you don't know. But I challenge you to do something kind for a child. That might mean buying a little toy for a child, making a treat, spending time with them. If you have a child in your life, you can carve out time and say, I'm going to give you an hour of my time. What do you want to do? If you don't have any children directly in your life, there are lots of children out there that need extra love. You can find out local shelters and organizations in your community that work with children and provide love and support for children. You can go volunteer at those places and spend a little bit of your time giving back to those kids. Harmony Montgomery was failed in more ways than one. But we can be the ones to stand up and say we are not going to let any other children be failed. We will not. So that is my challenge for you today. And my promise is that I will continue to share about kids that have been forgotten and neglected. Harmony is not the only child out there that went missing. There are still dozens of other children actively missing with little information. And I cover several of them here on this podcast. Oakley Carlson, Cody Bigsby, Summer Wells, Lena Kill, Michael Vaughn. They all deserve justice too. And I'm going to have some new podcast episodes coming on some of those cases as well. So please keep a lookout. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for ensuring that no other child is failed like Harmony Montgomery is and was. You can follow this podcast wherever you're listening to right now. That way you never miss a podcast episode when I upload one. You can also follow me on Twitter, MYS Headlines, and on Instagram, MYS Headlines Pod. Two places that you can chime in on the conversation and find out more about some of the stories and cases that I'm covering. Thank you so much for listening.